That's that, that's the whole thing about this. <laughs> no one remembers. <laughs> no, I have so many thoughts. Oh my god! It's been sixty-four years. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we we've hopped universes successfully, folks. Uh, thanks and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Long Lost Heroes podcast. I'm AJ. I'm Frank. And, and we I'm got our- special guest Matt. Special guest, Matt. Here, we're talking about Avatar, The Way of the Water, Avatar 2, Billion Dollars sequel. Uh, wow. Um, we all saw oh, okay. this movie. We got to talk about it, and Matt is now frozen. Yeah. Am I? Your video is, but it's okay. Is your audio good? Yeah, audio Perfect. is Perfect. Continue on. Everything's normal. Everything's normal. Everything's fine. Everything's normal. Okay. okay. And, and uh, so, Avatar 2, uh, first thoughts? What would you think about it, special well, guest, Matt? Well, well, we have to talk about... <laughs> we have to talk about the viewing experiences. Oh, because that, that is 90% of what this is. Okay, sure. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, okay. So, Zebatron, when and where and how did you consume this? Avatar 2 or 1? Let's do 2 and then we'll reminisce afterwards. (laughs) Okay. So I saw Avatar 2 at the Cinemark XD in Playa Vista. So XD is kind of like their version of IMAX. Um, So, you know, we got it on a big screen. I saw it Friday night. The first Friday was out. So I pre-bought my tickets, um, you know, and I wasn't like I was excited to see it just because it's like it's a it's event. It's an event movie. But I wasn't like, um, you know, I, I don't know. I didn't have like any sort of expectations going in. I was just like, yeah, we're going to go see this movie and um, we'll pre-buy our tickets. It's going to be our Friday night thing. So it's also fun to see a movie and it's sold out crowd so uh yeah saw it in a pretty good optimal viewing experience i did do the 3d and um where do, where do i go from here what snacks? else did you have snacks oh yeah uh, <laughs> Ava- A- avatar souvenir bucket popcorn Ooh. <laughs> nice <laughs> and uh cookie dough bites was Ooh. The- okay. you do the cookie dough bites they're good i i need i need salty and sweet you know yeah yeah course so yeah yeah, so i'm yeah so that was kind of my jam um successful no bathroom break which was tough it was tough thought about it yeah that's Mm -hmm. that's hard the whole movie's underwater too did you did you guys uh did you guys bathroom break yeah of course i did not i survived whoa i don't know how i mean I, I don't know. I just like maybe okay. I planned ahead mentally. I was like, I should not drink as much water today. <laughs> that's good. You guys, that's good. That's impressive. There was some other movie recently, like, I, I don't know, like Thor, Jurassic. I was like dying. Like, and it would, those weren't even three hours. So whatever. Um, so I went to uh, Stony Brook, which has been my kind of go to theater lately because it's right here. Uh, they've been doing like a major remodel this year, which is actually kind of cool. Um, but like the lobby is a fucking mess right now. But 
their IMAX and their Dolby theaters are really awesome. So I I went to the the IMAX 3D there. Uh, they have new recliner seats. It's like clean. It's pristine. The whole thing is like amazing. Um, uh, yes, I got snacks. I got popcorn and peanut M and M's. Like ZB said, you got to do the salty sweet. Oh man. Uh, and yeah, I just I was super relaxed. I had like those. The, the, again, I I go by myself, so I'm just sort of like. It was on my birthday. I went uh, in the middle of the day, afternoon. That's great. And it wasn't that full, but there were some people there. And it was, I guess, uh, I guess what that's like a week after it came out. So I, I wasn't spoiled or anything like that, but yeah. Very good. Uh, I went Christmas Eve with my family at the uh, Huntington AMC theater, Mm. which is awesome. Yes. They have a prime uh, Dolby theater, which is their premium theater in that building. Uh, and it was great. I did, I did take a pee. Uh, we got waters and popcorn and I brought, uh, Butterfingers, Shayna brought, uh, peanut M&Ms. Other people brought all sorts of other candies and we all shared. We had a great time. Um, and I ate, a significant dosage of, of edibles, <laughs> <laughs> significant dosage of edibles, as, then, as one does. As one does. But, but you took our advice. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Do... <laughs> no, I didn't trip during this movie. Yeah. Um, I thought about it, though. I was close. Um, I've heard of other people who have done it, not just uh, other people. <laughs> and it's, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I listen, uh, I liked the 3D glasses we had. I was worried we were going to have the big heavy ones and i found out that there's actually a difference between different 3d marketing labels that will tell you whether or not they're the big glasses or the little glasses um what was the last movie i actually i know the answer what was the last last one i saw the last 3d movie you saw Mm. i i think it was avengers endgame but probably 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 was, but it or, also could have been Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, probably Rise of Skywalker. But it's like it's just sort of fallen off. I don't feel like it's as as big of a deal as it was a few years ago, even. Well, I think that the the major part of that is in the intentionality of it, and and we can get right into it. I think James Cameron makes these movies to be made in, to be viewed in a theater. They're not really supposed to be watched on a TV, and it, he's trying to you know he tried very hard. To get the theaters to upgrade to, I think, a 3D technology without glasses. And they turned it down because it was just ridiculously astronomically expensive. But this guy is moving the technology forward. And he uses the 3D in a way that feels immersive and builds depth to the frame. And I think it, it adds, it always adds to it. And I think... The studios saw the ability to do the 3D uh, upcharge and the 3D conversion, which is not the same thing as James Cameron literally building underwater tanks to shoot this kind of stuff nobody's ever done before. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, I missed I missed 3D. I like 3D. I'm down. I don't mind wearing the glasses. Um, and if it feeds into the story, as this did so beautifully... I'm in. I'm so sold on that. It's the best 3D I've ever seen. 
hands down. Yeah. Like it it's uh incredible. Um and and you don't I personally didn't feel like cause sometimes it's like overwhelming and yes. you're, and um or sometimes it's gimmicky. It, it this it's just like it felt natural. Yeah, um, it's organic. Yeah. It's organic. It, it, I mean, it, it definitely like you put the glasses on and it's almost like your spaceship to Pandora. Yeah. Yeah. It, and it, it, uh, you buckle in for the ride. And this movie, I think, is escapism. I think it goes to a point of, you know, if you kind of look, think about the world that we're in right now, it's winter. Um, it's, we're about to go into a recession any day now. Um, I don't think people are, are traveling as much with the crazy inflation that we have. Uh, I think people want, you know, for ostensibly, if you have a family, you know, 150 bucks with snacks is a vacation for three hours. And I think that it, that kind of, I think, speaks to a different kind of movie going experience than even the MCU right now. So I think that this is I'm I'm happy. I want to go see it again if I can. I would go see it in a real IMAX. I would try to go. I'd hopefully try to go see it in our IMAX in the city, but I don't know if uh, that's going to happen. Ugh, yeah, we're so spoiled. <laughs> Those days are, are kind of over, I think. But um, uh, just holding for a second. Do we have yeah. UZB? Yeah, he's okay, back. There. He's here. Okay, Matt. Okay, cool. I think he wants to be Matt. You want to be Matt? I can be Zoom. I can be ZB. If you what? if you want to be Matt, you can be Matt. Wait, are you, you guys? You, no, you you guys. You said you said special guest Matt. So I, I just want to. I'm Sorry. not trying. I'm not trying to mess with you. I just want to make sure. Got to make sure we have the right pronouns. We really do. <laughs> and I mean that in a, in a genuine way. If you want to, if you want to change. This is the time. Um, okay, so Avatar. You guys are one of the people. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, okay, so this movie. Uh, shit. Yeah, our our experiences were great. I think yeah, it's it's totally immersive. Um, what AJ, you had a story that you wanted to tell. Yeah, I so. Everybody, we can talk about the technical achievements of Avatar all day long, but I think what people really want to talk about is the story of Avatar, because I remember winter of 2009, uh, so I am home for break between uh, Israel semesters. I came home to uh, hang out for a couple of weeks before going back to Israel for spring semester. And one of the things I was definitely going to do was see Avatar with Ryan. And I remember distinctly going with Ryan to a general needs event early on, like with my parents at the VA in Northport, doing a distribution with them, leaving with Ryan and the scientist to go see Avatar at the Deer Park IMAX. Oh, my God. Okay, we get to Deer Park and... This was before reserved seats and there's no seats in the big IMAX theater for like an eight o'clock showing or whatever. So then Ryan and I thought, okay, we can wait around until the 10 o'clock show. (laughs) Not with the Hiantist, we can't. (laughs) No. So Ryan and I are ripping the Hiantist in the parking lot and we get back inside to go see this movie. 
whereby we see, and I saw them this week too, and they remembered it, Ben Cher and Brian Skolnick waiting to go just to a regular showing. And they're like, hey, what's going on? And we're like, oh, we're going to this one. We're going to that one. And they're like, bye. We went in and Ryan and I stayed and we were like super duper high. And we left after they blew up Home Tree. Because I was like, they're too, this is too predictable. I know what's going to happen. I feel ahead of this movie. This is stupid. I don't get it. Because you I'm, were high. In. I was high as fucking a the, kite. That Your high science. Has, yeah, was I was beat. doing high science. So then I, w- I left. I caught the end of the movie a couple weeks later or uh, months later when I watched on HBO. I was, thought it was awesome. And I was like totally wrong. Like, so I always think about the fact that like I walked out on Avatar and everybody when it, Avatar first came out loved Avatar because we all talked about what we just talked about it the immersive experience. But then as we got further away from Avatar, everyone just shit on Avatar. They were shitting on the first Avatar for years and shitting on all different parts of Avatar. The font, the font of Avatar (laughs) warranted a whole SNL skit. Like, uh, yeah, Yeah. it's nuts. Um, Yeah, man, I I don't know. I think that the first Avatar movie is flawed, but it's, it definitely, it, it does... You know, I understand why other people appreciate the story and can kind of get into it more. I didn't get into it as much as I got into this movie. This movie, I felt after having met everybody and gone through the fish out of water sequences, I was invested in just wanting to be on Pandora. I wanted to be with the family. I wanted to be moving forward. Mm. And to me, even though the stories are very similar... I did never I never got ahead of it. I never felt like I knew what was going on. And I think that's because I subconsciously didn't let myself get ahead of it. I dumbed myself down for this movie Mm. because I wanted to enjoy it. And I did. And I think I liked it way more than the second one. Ultimately, my mini review on this is Avatar The Way of the Water is a James Cameron tropical smoothie of all of his greatest works. If you like, oh. if you like James Cameron, the tropical smoothie of all of his greatest thingies is this movie. All right. If you like parts of Titanic, if you like parts of Alien, if you like par- Aliens, if you like parts of Terminator 2, you're gonna get all those thingies. But, but remember, you know, the, the space whales. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll get there. So, uh. I do not recall when I saw Avatar. You don't remember seeing Avatar the first one? Well, I know I did. I remember I remember seeing it. I don't you, remember who I was with. I do not You guys remember. probably had the highest too. We probably did have the <laughs> We might have saw it together, Frank. I we don't probably recall, did. but I think I feel like we went with a group. I don't know what theater or when, but did but it, I, did I, it I kn- come out? When did it come out? Our junior year of college, middle of our junior year. Yeah. So we saw it over break. It was something to do. We were very high. And uh, that was the only time I saw it until 13, 14 years. When? Until the week of Avatar The Way of Water. I watched it at home. 
before seeing because I was like, I don't remember shit. Like I know generally and I've read about 13 it, years like, ago, 13 years ago. Have um, you ever waited so long for a sequel? <laughs> I, I, I never even like hoped for it. It was just like, it's going to happen, I guess. The um, idea of the Avatar sequels was like almost myth at this point. They're like, yeah, he's, huge. he's making, right. he, he's making sequels. Like maybe, maybe four of them, no one really knows, but there's more coming and everyone's like, yeah, one day. And then like all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, Avatar comes out next week. To this day, I still don't understand how Avatar number one made so much fucking money. Great point. It's, it's a mystical thing to me. Like, how did it get there? I and mean, I think a lot of it is overseas, but <sighs> it hit that point of cultural phenomenon. It became a touchstone of the 3D experience of high definition televisions when they were first really becoming home use products and it, Blu-ray. It, it, it was a cinematic experience. I mean, it was a film, but it was definitely like a thing to experience, right? Go to this world, see this place, look at what I created. I mean, that was that was what you were paying for. And I think to some degree, that's what this sequel is, too. I know, AJ, you said you wanted to, you know, just talk about the story. But I, you can't talk about part of, I think, the Avatar story is also the technology and the filmmaking and, like, that's seeing true. something that that like I don't think you could separate them entirely. I think they're they're part of what makes people want to go pay the twenty dollars to go see this in three days because they're going to get to experience this thing that you know from literally the imagination of James Cameron you get to go into this world more so you know the very few filmmakers have that sensibility and that ability to take you there in that way. Yeah, and maybe part of it is that like when the first one came out, it maybe it wasn't like the right time for us, like our generation, because sure. we were broke college kids. Like, like if if that movie came out like even five years later, we probably would have seen it two to three times. Like, like because I, I mean, seeing how many times did we see Avengers one, two, three? Like I've probably saw like I think I saw Guardians three times in theaters and like those are not like those. I love those movies. But in terms of like cinematic experiences where you need to see it in a theater like. That I think there were probably a whole generation of people that are like, yeah, I want to go again. I got to experience that again. Um, I I don't know if I'd see this again. I mean, at this point, probably not. I'll, maybe I'll watch it on TV, but um, yeah, ZB, your point about like the technology again, the three, 3d alone. I do think this is probably the best performance capture too. Like, mm. Oh yeah. I mean, it, this could have easily been CG and you would have kind of like no idea because CG has gotten to that point. At least really good CG has gotten to that point, but this, it feels, you know, real, you, the textures on their skin and the, atmosphere in the world and you know just everything around it um it yeah it feels it feels so real um it, yeah it's it's a it's a feat it's a filmmaking feat for sure so it was this is weta right weta what was yeah. that weta the the guy the new zealand people yeah because they're the ones that did the the apes movies too right 
yes. Yeah. But, and which but, were, but, were also great. Which are also great. And um, because, like, James Cameron's like, this compared to Thanos, like, yeah, I mean. Well, I think he saw, I think James Cameron saw Lord of the Rings and Gollum, and that's what gave him the impetus to, like, be like, okay, these are my guys I'm going to use for Avatar. And now they've taken, they have, like, this whole, they have a whole shooting system underwater for this, which is out of control. And they're they're training these actors to hold their breaths for seven minutes. I didn't even know that was possible. The fuck? Like, like you know, Obi-Wan doesn't have to do any of those flippies. Like, you know, they can CGI that in. He's fine. He knows yeah, like, that. I mean, even fucking uh, Mark Ruffalo is the Hulk. Like, he's, yeah. they, they're doing that shit like no problem now. But it doesn't look as good as these guys, these blue cat alien monkeys yeah the blue cat alien monkeys but that's that is no what they it's are. like for for as expensive as the marvel movie movies are this is more this costs yeah, more this sure is on does. a bigger scale well and well this is also it's like he created his own ip you know like it's so different than anything he's ever done before in that like like it was never that it was like oh it's avatar and like there will be avatar 2 it was like as you said earlier, the sequels, and there not was not a trilogy. There's gonna be like five of these motherfuckers, right? Right? Like it was always this big fucking thing, and I think that he accomplishes that. Um, here, I liked the underwater stuff. I thought that they were the new people, the Ametakaya people. Is that them? Is or is that the major? Uh, the Ametakaya people is the regular Metakayana. people. No, he, the um, where I have the Wikipedia up. Give me a second. Who are the new? Who are the green people? Um, hold. I think it's Metakaina or something like that. Oh wait, let's see. Um, Kate Winslet. Yeah, Metakaina. Yeah. Because the other ones are the Omatakaya. Yeah. I liked the green fishy people. I liked that they had bigger tails and cool Long wrists blue. and legs to swim you, in the water. If you've, if you've played The Legend of Zelda, they are Zoras. <laughs> they are Zoras. Um, for sure. So. But, you know, I think that, <laughs> you know, I think what this movie, like many great sequels before it, have done is you make the story smaller and more personal. And I think that by bringing Quaritch back in the way that they did, that you would you get to extend the life of this interesting character that was really a, just a cartoon before and now literally is a cartoon. And it, they get to uh, he's, I think, going to have a very compelling arc in all of this. And yeah. uh, I think that in this movie, they accomplished a lot of that Terminator 2 aspect of like. This guy's coming. He's not going to stop. This is revenge based. And, it, you know, he's got to get out there and find um, Jake Sully. This is personal. This is not a. Um... What, what? OK. And maybe it's because I didn't rewatch Avatar 1. <laughs> <laughs> sure. And I watched like kind of a, a quick recap. But there are two things that I wasn't entirely sure about. And maybe this I just glossed over this because there's a lot going on. But one why does he want Jake Sully so bad? Like, why? Like, why is that his like huge vendetta to get him? And Jake Sully killed his original person. 
Okay. So, yeah. Sort of. I mean, Neytiri really did, but yeah. Okay. He so betrayed that. him. He betrayed and then him, sure. two, how did how did they transfer into the dead people into the Avatar? They people? had okay, so they had like memory. I feel like that was kind of glossed. Over. They had like memory download copy brain thing. It wasn't. So what the, what he was specifically said was it wasn't the same. Like he wouldn't remember his death because like when they copied his, his, his they downloaded his brain or whatever was yeah. before he died. So there's sort of like a split consciousness thing going on where, uh, you know, the one Miles Quartz went on to uh, get murdered and the other one woke up as an avatar. Sort of thing. Got it. So, okay. Um, here's where I have a problem. Yeah. So, um, so the 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 name of this franchise is Avatar. Correct. The premise of this franchise is that one becomes an avatar, or they they take the body of an avatar. Like they're, well, they're, they're, well, well, they call they call the bodies that are used to do this special mind merge thing avatars, avatars right correct right we Which, call we call them avatars we like call we them, call Gro- grogu baby yoda right um uh the premise of that in the first movie which as i rewatched it and like this makes no sense first of I all i know i know where you're going with this because why first of all in the beginning it, like in the first movie i'm like it seems like the navi knew but then actually they didn't know they're just these strange beings that wear clothes. Like, I don't know. That's all very fuzzy. They don't flush that out. Into Way of Water. Yeah. There's really no avataring going on. I mean, save for the, like, ones that have become revived, there's no back and forth avataring. You know what I'm no, saying? No, the, well, the, yes, but the, uh, the I one think, side character guy that gets no screen time, the scientist. Jake Sully is the avatar. Avatar is also a name of it's like deities. So like the idea is it's like holy. So like Jake so he Sully, has become Jake, the avatar in a sense. Yeah, he he did the the correct mind meld with Awa and he is now a part of Pandora. He's cool. He's he got let in. So Gordy Weaver didn't get let in. She may be lost in the consciousness somewhere where there's a whole thing we got to talk about with that. But yes. Yeah. But I guess what I'm just saying is like in the first movie when it's like, OK, he goes into the tank and his mind goes over to the other body and he wakes up in his other body. To me, that was always really cool. Like, oh, you have to like be mindful of of both your bodies. Like if, if you're going to get attacked and you're going to get shot. Your, you know, your real body is going to feel it or like that whole science fiction element was super cool to me, which they basically abandoned in this one. Like in, in just, favor of going Blade Runner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're, they're all just like you're in, you're in and you die. you die. <laughs> because like the, the Miles Quaritch character and and the yeah. other like bad guys that have been reincarnated as a- avatars. Or what are they re re uh, recombinant? Recombinants, yeah, like that. Those, that's their last shot. And also, if the plot of the whole movie is that 
Jake Sully's brother died, who was the scientist, why didn't they ever back up his brain and then put him in a different avatar? Sure. Why have these movies at all? Um, also, listen, I'm in favor of the, the technology changing and them adapting. I think that that's something that Star Wars has a big problem with because the prequels look significantly more awesome. And then you get into the later movies and you're like, well, the Empire was really fucked up, but they didn't have the technology then. Right. Where I think that in this, they can kind of progress it. I think a little bit more. I mean, they've had 15 years in and of itself to just wait. So it was cool to see, I thought, um, the AR gloves with the new mech suit. I thought that was intuitive. That was cool. Sure. I like the crab suits. I'm into the crab people. Crab people. Where are what? we on the crab suits? Better question. Why did they change the special resource that there is? Yes, that's a great question. That is a great question. It felt like the whole premise of the first movie was, what were they mining for? Unobtainium. 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 And then this is like, all of a sudden, they're like, alien whale juice. It's $80 <laughs> billion, $80 million of oil. Lauren, you take more. It's like, because I don't have to. Like, what? Uh, that okay. was fucking brutal. Yeah, we were about to talk about that. Yeah, the whales. Why does this? Why they? Ha, why does he gotta make it so sad? Well, I think that it's a more it's a more it's personal story. It, it's an environmental message, which like the first one was about you know Earth as a resource. This is whale hunting. Right. The <laughs> destruction of the home tree was really brutal and sad. <sighs> but like, and, and humans suck. He really hates us human beings. I, I think I texted you, you guys this like the only way this franchise ends is with like Earth blowing up like they got to fuck us up. They have to. That's interesting. Um, you know. I. Two things. The unobtainium. And if you watch the first movie, they talk a lot about like how this is like both a science and a financial mission. Right. That the company is there for both reasons. They're there to talk to the Navi and try to be diplomatic with them. But really, they're also studying this new stuff and extracting it. But it's not it's not a global operation on that on Pandora. We're not to understand. It's more of a smaller operation, smaller thing. And they're trying to get to the specific thing that we they don't we don't end up seeing them get to it. Right. I don't know if we see them in Avatar one taking all the unobtainium that was supposed to be under home tree. Right. All that to say, when you get to Avatar 2 and uh, Edie Falco is like, listen, Earth is dying. We're coming here to begin with. That's such a stronger, more compelling reason to yeah. come to Pandora. Right. And we're take over. Not like we're going to take stuff. We're going to take over. Literally Dune. Yes. And perfect. Do that. And I think that. You know, I'm they're just going to keep coming like that. Well, but it's not that there'll always be more and that they this is a, a permanent reality that they're going to have to deal with until right. they don't. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that they needed to show the brutality in this one. And I think there was nothing more brutal than to show them murdering the Tolkoon or the space whales. Um, I don't know. I. I think that the next movie he wants to show something a little bit different. 
and I'm curious to see how he does that. But uh, I think this movie, he had to hit you hard to get over loving humanity so much. And I think this also marks the change in the franchise where going forward there, we will see an advocational force for the Navi from Earth. Right. We will see woke hippie people from Earth arguing for the Navi, Mm. I think, in future movies coming. Um, does, does everyone on Earth know about the Navi, or is it just are they a super secret, you know, government thing that you know? I, I guess that's a question we don't really know. We don't really. Yeah, know. we don't know. We d- we've never seen Earth in this franchise right. for a little teeny weeny bit. I don't even think we did. This this spe- the special edition. You see uh, him rolling on the streets. Uh, um cool. But yeah. It's really cool. Great. <laughs> yeah, it's just awesome. You guys. I, I also I feel like they're just they just cross over with Terminator. Just show the fucking Terminators that destroyed Earth. And well, I think he changed his mind. I think that James Cameron saw technology destroying humanity. And I think now he sees humanity destroying humanity. It's sort of one and the same. I think it's 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 I think eyebrows, it's easier eyebrows. It's easier to look at the it's easier to look at the technology as the destructive force and blame it, blame Skynet. Right. And to say, like, oh, like, this is what is doing it to us. We didn't do this and like put off the blame. Whereas in Avatar, it is it is us. We are at fault. We did this. That's good. We are destroying it. You know, good good job. (laughs) Yeah. That's why they pay you the big bucks. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Okay. Um. I don't know. This is a lot of movie. It's a lot of movie. It's a lot to impact. It's way too much. We haven't even talked about this movie. (laughs) We've talked talked about all the things that aren't in this movie. (laughs) Things things that happened in the movie. Or not in the movie. (laughs) Or not. Or in the last movie. How did you guys, back to technology, just because, like, one of the things that still just kept, you know, is very noticeable and it's not in a lot of other films is – the change in frame rate Ooh. and the and the use of that throughout the movie, not just I'm like glad you asked. I'm not, so, <laughs> this is why we pay. This is why we get you. This is here. Uh, so he seamlessly goes changing frame rates from I, I, is it natively 24 frames per second to 120 frames per second then? Yes. In those sequences. OK, so. Which is a big jump. It's a big jump, and it's, like, super noticeable when it's happening, and you're like, wait, what's going on? Is, like, the film's, like, skipping or ramped up? And it's a very, um, it's kind of a jarring effect, but with the 3D and how submersed you are into it, it, um, I don't know, I I think I was texting you, AJ, about it. It feels like you're in a video game cutaway sequence, right? It feels like you are, you know, you just beat the boss and now, like, here's the part of the movie of the video game that you don't get to play. You get to watch James Cameron's video game that he made and you are the spectator in it. You said it so perfect. And and you're right. But, okay. Two thoughts on the high frame rate. Remember when we saw The Hobbit and we were like, whoa. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I, and I, well, because, yeah. And I don't think we liked it because we of that. We hated it. We hated yeah. it. <laughs> Side note, I, I, re, I actually haven't finished, but 
as I was watching uh, Rings of Power, I was like, I want to watch The Hobbits. I haven't seen those since the theater. I watched the first two. I haven't watched the third. It's not as bad on TV. <laughs> oh, okay. That's good. <laughs> yeah. The movies aren't better, but the, the issue, the screen issues. Anyway, the frame rate. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, the frame rate. Um, No, I think it's a... Uh... Listen, I'm glad he's trying, but I wish that. But the cool, the cool high frame rate is when it's close and tight on the faces. It looks yeah. seamless. You're there. I see the rain. I see the cool iridescence on your skin. Perfect. When it, you're seeing the shippies move around, it's a video game cutscene, and it looks yeah, and it looks noticeable. Uh, but I'm still glad that he's doing this. Because he's the top end of the market, right? So then other shittier people can come and they can try to do it over here. And then somewhere in the middle will be if it works or not, right? Yeah. The, uh, the market will decide, is this something that works in these movies or how do we use it correctly, right? Do you use it in in these close shots, well, it's like when, uh, you know, when Zack Snyder first introduced the super overcranked slow-mo in 300, you know, that was kind of the first time that was in a feature film. And then, you know, subsequently, so many action films after that, you know, did that exact same thing. No, it, and also, hey, the apocalypse now of it all, I mean, that's your movie, right? Like... Does, does that get, do you like do you like that does that do you like those references when you see him and oh yeah oh the like when he comes up in the water and with the fire exactly it was great i mean it was like it was exactly it was a nice homage to that film you know he i think he's going for it i, I don't know i, I want to say the jake sulliness of this movie um is it, it, it the Sam Worthingtons? God damn it, Matt Damon! <laughs> what the fuck? Ten percent of the take of this movie, and he would have been the face of the franchise. Uh... Sam Worthington is not—he's—he's he's not my guy, man. He's—he's he's okay. He's okay, and that brings me to like one of my other strong points is, and this could be a topic for discussion. It's like. While our Avatar is like a global success as a franchise, right? Yeah. It's never going to transcend like a Star Wars or like a Marvel or something like that because the characters are not exciting or relatable or connective enough um, for kids, maybe. Maybe for kids, probably for kids, but it just doesn't it doesn't crack that. You know, you you're like okay, I feel for this, but like you're at the end of the day, you're not like I don't think you're really rooting for any of these characters, you know. So thoughts. Um, I think part of the problem is like what I was saying before. You're no longer avataring. <laughs> right. So <laughs> in the first in the first movie, as much as Sam Worthington is just sort of meh, at least you see him, and you kind of you, you feel. <laughs> You feel for you're him, right? And you're like, "Oh, he's the guy. He lost his legs. How sad!" And then he becomes this like, you know, guy. He's like, he can run again. Wow, that's so cool. He can use his feet, and he can fuck this other guy, girl with like, and they merge their little 
tail neck yeah, things. Sure. So like, cool, he's got a whole new thing. And so by the end of the movie, when you're like, he's going to do that full time, like you don't have like the Iron Man effect where you can like see his like inside. <laughs> so like, there's no way to bring to ground it back to humanity. Like he's not human anymore. And so we've never seen Zoe Saldana as like a character like Sigourney Weaver is now awkward as fuck. Um, and and I think part of the problem is that there there are no human character. There are barely any human characters and most of them are abhorrent. You've got Jermaine Clement putting on a weird accent, by the way. Why Why <laughs> can't he just tr- be Jermaine Clement? Like, just it do your thing. It was jarring and weird, and I don't like it. They're um, all, they were all Australian. All the humans were just like... And he's like, I'm not, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to be American. Watch me be American. Um, so I think that's the problem. Because, like you said, Zeebs, like, there's no... You can't, like attach yourself to the characters because they're all a bunch of blue alien CGI as good as it looks. Whoa, 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 whoa. Are we the avatars? Have we been avataring this whole no, no, time? No, no, is, is the intent that we are the avatars experiencing it through their eyes? Nah. That it's like the ultimate escapism idea? That like that it's when not, we put it's not the, even... When we put the goggles on, we are... I mean, no, <laughs> no, because <laughs> may, maybe more so in the first film, maybe by know. the fifth film, when he's kind of like, guess what? You put the glasses on, you're in the movie. <laughs> you inhabit a side character. Right. When right. It finally comes out in 40 years. <laughs> Post postmortem Avatar six. <laughs> Still d- directed by James Cameron from the Yeah, grave. exactly. Because his, he's going to Avatar himself. He's going to go into a Terminator body from the old movies. He's going to walk around. Uh, yeah. He's like, yeah. he's like, I'm not done yet, you fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so let me ask you this. Yeah. James Cameron still hands on the wheel, right? Still yeah. directing, still writing, still producing, still, I guess diving um is he at what point does does anybody can anybody take can anybody direct another avatar we have we have a george lucas problem do we do we have a george lucas problem a hundred percent yeah he is way in too deep and no one has the balls to tell him otherwise or the money or the clout or anything and they're yeah. right they 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 can't they can't trump him and also i think he's he's single-handedly also pushing the needle from a filmmaking perspective as a filmmaker he's right? the only like one that of, wants this <laughs> right right no one's asking for this movie <laughs> he's force feeding us the avatar down our throats and right. we're all like, okay, I guess we're doing <laughs> I guess, this. I guess we're <laughs> we all went. We didn't even not go opening weekends. <laughs> we still went opening weekend. It still went opening weekend. Yeah, I, didn't, yeah. I, I didn't really care, but I'm like, I, I'm fucking in. I, I, I guess yeah, I'm fucking we'll in. Go. Why not? What else yeah. is there so, to fucking do? <laughs> so, yeah, no. I know. He's, um, unless, like, something tragically happens to him, 
And Warner Brothers is like, we have to fucking finish this. It's like in his will or something, you know? <laughs> sure. Then I, I think it is. he's, you know, which is brings, it's a little sad, but, you know, would you, I guess how you look at it, but like James Cameron, a great American filmmaker, right? It's a little bit of a bummer that he's spending like a third of his career just making Avatar, which I guess is yeah. an accomplishment in itself, but it would have been interesting to see like, had he chose not to do that, what other films he could have cranked out? Because I don't think we'll ever see another non-Avatar James Cameron film. Interesting you say that, though. Like, think about this for a second. Yeah. Again, I've got another thought experiment question. Okay. So James Cameron had such an amazing career before Avatar. He could have not made Avatar and, like, Hollywood Walk of Fame, like, done, done everything's fine he he had his career he did he had so many hits and then he did this and decided to make his own franchise and drop everything else right what if he did this first right like george lucas george lucas did nothing else he made star wars mm. i mean he yeah. made american graffiti he did indiana jones to a degree but like th that's his thing and he never but like what if in some other universe could george lucas have made other some things before he made his baby that would have been cool um you know what but you think? i think what what aj said you know these films are in a way a culmination of all of james cameron's films and all everything he's learned as a filmmaker to get to these films right yeah one, the technology, like, they wouldn't have been good 60 years ago, you know, or 40 no. years ago, or whatever it was. They, they couldn't have even existed. And two, um, I think, you know, the reason why he probably wanted to do this is, you know, he, he grew as a filmmaker and he needed a bigger challenge. He's like, yeah, I could direct some script that, you know, some Hollywood screenwriter wrote. That's great. But, like, you know, I, I want to go a step deeper and then I want to go a step deeper in how it's told and how it's made. And, you know, he really went all in um, as visceral as you could get to, to create this art, which you have to respect, you know, whether you like it or not. Um, there's there's not many people that are pushing the boundaries like that. Um, I, I want to see what he does. Like, I feel like if he does like three four and five and like avatars of franchise is done i hope he's kind of like i've got one more for you one more yeah like not avatar like i did that and like here we go with like not the abyss but like what the abyss did you know or what those like what can he do in 2030 that's like gonna really on like an individual standpoint just like 3d fablemans <laughs> he's right. gonna be an avatar in one of the last <laughs> films maybe um okay so how many how many are left how, has he he shot the, the shot the third one's already shot correct third, third, the third one third. i believe is already shot third one is shot what he kept saying was four and five are contingent on how two this and one three does do and i think at this point it's kind of they're happening because it's made enough money it's broke I, even 
It hit two billion already. It's one point seven billion. Wow. Wow. That's, that's crazy. That's one month. Not even that's a month. That's just that's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, um, what's the what's the target release date for the uh, third one? Two years, twenty twenty four. Wow. Okay. So then, if he hasn't shot four and five, hmm. it's gonna be another decade until these movies come out. Plus, I think I think he's shot other parts of like other movies together because yeah, of the kids. The kids. That's what I read too. That's, but I but I do think that they are trying to they're trying to rein. I think Fox is trying to rein him in and be like, dude, let's let's what have a trilogy doing? there's supposedly right. a, a big time jump in the middle of four great whatever that means <laughs> cool <laughs> it's my favorite part of every fourth movie yeah, big time like, guess what <laughs> all the characters you know half of them are dead half of yeah. them are old and half of them are now adults yeah. snap <laughs> yeah, exactly uh, um yeah, yeah. i mm. So have you heard the, the theory that all of them are like different elements, right? Um, yeah. Ripping so off of Avatar, Avatar, the last airbender. Right. So it sounds like, and he kind of alluded to this, that the next one might be about the fire, fire. people and they're bad people, bad Navi, bad Navis, Avatar three, bad Navi. <laughs> <laughs> Revenge of the Navi. Uh, once he said no longer it was gonna, wet. <laughs> once he said it was gonna be ash people, the Twitter freaked out. He's like, he's gonna have black Navi. Uh, <laughs> he's gonna make them the bad guys. Uh, Ugh, I I can't wait to see it. I can't wait. It's gonna be so good. He better make them red and not black. Yeah, sure. Oh. Oh. <laughs> sure. Oh. Uh. So yeah, like wind, water, fire, then Earth Navi, and then Captain Planet, <laughs> and then Space Navi, and Space Navi. Heart, Heart's the last one, right? I like, wind, I like Awa, man. I'm down. Like, I love okay, that. I love so Awa. The, so that's where we can get into some of the thinky, thinky, thoughty, thoughty craziness. What the fuck is up? Yeah, with, what happened? What's her the um? Kiri. Kiri. Yeah, they're doing it. They're having the black box character. He's 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 gonna show us all how to do it correctly. I think this Which is one's what he's that? trying to show us. That's the that's the adopted daughter. Sigourney who's like one with the force. <laughs> yeah. She is one with the force. Who who like trips out. Oh, yeah. Right? But one of the most interesting characters. Totally. Um, but it's very jarring that Sigourney Weaver. It, it freaks you out that much, huh? And which one's Kate Winslet? She's the, the queen pregnant. of the other. Yeah. The one who was shouting a bunch. Yes. Mm-hmm. I right. didn't realize it was her until after. I, no, no idea. <laughs> no idea. Uh, but yeah, I mean, to me, it's like she looks one way, Kiri. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it sounds like a weird Sigourney Weaver, like that they're trying to make her sound young. Like what? I, I understand, I get it that she was a part, important part of the first movie and that he, 
and she they have this bond. She's been in several of his movies. But cast a young actress to do this well. Give someone else the opportunity because like it's just weird. Mm. And and Sigourney Weaver was in this movie anyway. Right. I don't know. I um, unless the other shoe will drop and that there's something like Yeah, I think that they're more connected. I think that there's gonna be another shoe that will drop. I think that he has a bigger plan here. And yeah, I think he's directly I think he directly saw Force Awakens and he's like, This is a great idea. I'm gonna do it with a clear intention in mind. And he's gonna figure it out in three and explain it and we can all move on. And I think uh, that, mm-hmm. Do you think so? Yeah, I do. So do you think that he has made any edits to the script between 2009 and 2022? Yeah, I do. I think that he, I think that he, yeah, did he, in 2010, did he, did he have it planned that he was going to have this Force-like character? I don't know. Well, it's not even that. I just feel like that, like, in 2009, Avatar, the plot, felt a little dated. And in 2022, elements of this plot still feel dated. Totally. And so I'm just like, has he been paying attention at all? Like, are the next couple of sequels, is he, are they going to change anything? Are they going to adapt to the world around him? I'm not saying we need a pandemic movie, but like, I don't know. Yeah, I think he, I think he's going to, I think that. I think he knew he had to set up a reason for people to want to come back. And I think I'm curious enough from the other characters, but I think I want to know about Scorny Weaver. I think that's my, you know, I'm more curious about her character than Jake Sully. Oh, yeah. Well, and I and I feel like them not resolving that in this movie is kind of one of the, the biggest, like, reasons to come back. Like, if, totally. they, if they gave us more, any more than they did, it would have been like, all right. But that's one of the huge question marks that I'm kind of like, I kind of want to know what's going on there. That's kind of cool. It's I don't know. I. uh, I like I no again, I like Awa. I like that they're all connected. I think that that's super cool. If you look, we watched this crazy trippy movie about mushrooms the other day and how the mycelium helped the roots of the trees contact and transfer, you know, carbon around. I think that that's so cool and locked in. And I'm down. And like, I like the idea of like that they're like you could be with Awa, and like that's awesome. Like that's yeah, like, that's really and cool. and to see their like to see their son at the end of the movie, like that was amazing. I yeah. To 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 lay that groundwork in one, and then really realize it in this movie with like stakes, like that was very awesome. Mm-hmm. I agree. Uh. I don't know. I think also this movie is going to change the way we see any movie underwater ever again. Like any movie that has underwater, like you could clearly see in that little mermaid trailer that this chick is on dry land. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The, the the trailer that airs in front of this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I agree. And we even thought Black Panther was good. It, It was, but I agree and disagree because Everyone that's underwater is a CGI character. Yes. And not everyone's going to take the time to shoot it that way. You know, he 
he like didn't have to, but he right, did. He didn't have to, right? Like if you wanted to, then do like have some human characters underwater and show what what you can fucking do. But like, like I know that the performance capture is excellent, but like it's there's still a lot of digital work going on there. So it's it it sort of feels like, hey, look at this thing I really did, but I also bought half the ingredients at the store. Yeah. What'd you guys think of the uh, um, ending? I I felt like throughout the whole like okay, it's definitely worth the price of admission, right? The movie is entertaining enough. There's a lot going on, but you know, as a story, one it was so fucking long, and I get that. But also, like it, the whole thing also felt quite repetitive. You know, yeah, the kids, you know, not learning, getting into trouble, coming back, getting reprimanded, running away, getting into trouble, coming back, like. That happened like three different times. And also Jake Scully almost got killed like three different times. And then at the end, like has the chance to get killed. You know, it's it's a little Star Wars you like too. Like you had a chance to put away the bad guy. You thought you did, but then you didn't get away on the sinking Titanic two point oh. <laughs> right. The <laughs> sinking Titanic in space. <laughs> right. Um yeah, I agree with I, you, man. It, yeah, I was just kind of like, okay. I feel like they. I feel like he could have taken a really bold step and killed off Jake or Natiri in that underwater seek, like when they're all trying to escape. Yeah, and that I thought he was gonna. I really thought he was gonna too, and then he didn't, and it's kind of like. Why not? Like, what else? What else do we need to know? Like, if you really showed all these like young characters, and they you want to show like, because even the other like the other son is really important too. Like the way that the, um he bonds with the other creatures and the whales and everything. Like he he had a important arc. Um, if they're the next generation, like what 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 is it that Jake and Natiri are going to do in three that's so important like i don't know yeah um you knew someone was gonna die right i thought it was also gonna happen sooner once um, it was there was the two boys i was like well fuck we're gonna lose one of these brothers oh yeah and one was clearly underdeveloped it's like <laughs> it, that it was really sad that, that that was the firstborn and that they like really like centered on that in the beginning on like how important like and, and but then like you said aj like seeing him in the end there it's like movie really like is moving yeah it did did give you some feels yeah um yeah did this have any post-credit scenes no dude it's three hours and 15 minutes imagine he did it um <laughs> yeah man so i had to go pee everybody yeah. left Throw those throw those glasses away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So, final thoughts on Avatar? Anything we haven't covered? I mean, it talked about the sequels. We talked about the we talked about Kiri. We talked about the the we talked about the whales. We talked about Jermaine Clement, which was a good topic. <laughs> uh, the filmmaking. The you, filmmaking. Have you, have you the guys HD, the high frame rate? No. Go ahead. 
No, I was just going to ask if you guys watch what we do in the shadows. No, I ha- I haven't yet. I I, I should because I I thought the movie was great. I haven't seen the movie, but I've watched the first three seasons and they're fucking hilarious. So go. Uh, watch. You should you should watch the film. It's All it's right. amazing. All right. Um. um yeah, so I don't know. I mean, like. Avatar is kind of like an enigma in Hollywood, right? It's this larger-than-life franchise that no one kind of really cares about, but we're all intrigued enough to go see. Yeah. I mean, it's like if this guy spent, like, the last 13, 14 years working on it, like, I'm kind of curious. Yeah, and it's not like Joe Schmo. It's fucking James Cameron. Yeah, and I, again, like I said at the top of this, I'm like, I still don't understand how the first movie made so much money. So, like, what was it then that made it such a big deal? And like, I don't know. Again, I, I'm not wowed by the story, but I'm wowed by the experience. Yes, that's what you go for. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think that's right. This movie, the first Avatar, kicked off that the every movie was 3D conversion, and then for a little while, every movie was like an experience movie. Right. There was yeah. Everest. There was the walk. There was uh, they redid, you know, uh, Poseidon Adventure. You know, like they were trying to reinvent. They like, they tried to use the experience of just being in the, whatever it was as the sole driving point of to make a movie. You know, it's interesting to see how it really, even though it's like not like a beloved story and movie like it huge impact on everything we know about movies today is avatar yeah um and yeah uh listen this has been one hell of a season i was just gonna say this season has lasted two years it started in 2021 yeah i think in 2023 uh it's probably episode wise short uh content wise lacking we had babies (laughs) we had other things in our lives um so we're going to wrap. We're going to wrap. say this is the end. And we're going to come back with The Mandalorian Season 3. Get ready. Get excited. Get into it. Um, and we will see you all there. Uh, Frank, you want to take us out? Yeah. Um, so you can find us online at www.longlostheroes.net. You can email us at info at longlostheroes.net. You can find us on the socials at LLH Podcasts on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And you can subscribe to us on iTunes, on Spotify, on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, uh, Long Lost Heroes Podcast. Um, on socials, I'm Frank W. Marsilio, AJ Don't, uh, Matt underscore ZB underscore Matt. It's that way, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, you know, check us out online. Um let us know what you thought about Avatar The Way of Water. We also have an episode on Andor, if you haven't seen that yet. Um, Matt, anything else for you? Anything to plug? Any final thoughts on Avatar? No, uh, nothing to plug, but just, again, happy to talk to you guys. It's fun to riff. Um, and I'm glad that, you know, there's a lot of good content out there, you know, from a filmmaking perspective. Uh, there's a lot of stuff more so than ever, you know, with so much there, you know, it's, um, it's good to 
really focus on a few select things and, and try to uh, really divulge into what those are. So, yeah. Just great to hang out with my friends, talk about favorite stuff. Thank you guys. Have a great week. Be well. Bye, Thanks, everybody. Everyone.